What's good, Divine Gang Gang? Listen, super duper excited to do the Twin Flame Talks Tuesday. I'm going to go ahead and clear the energy, but I already feel good vibes, so let's get into it. All right, so the lineup I have for today is I'm going to be pulling from the True Love Reading Cards by Belinda Grace. Um, for those of you who are kind of familiar with them, that's the, the deck that has the two swans in the um, on the cover with the moon and the stars and then the water. And one of the things I love about that deck, and when I saw it, I'm like, I have to get it. Um, I've loved when they've pulled it, and there we go. Wow. The, wow. Okay. The card that came out is Gardner. And what I love is I, you guys, I accidentally pulled from the um, Divine Masculine um, deck because I was taking stuff out of the box to put it on my bed. And I just went into work mode and, and got right into the message. And then I was looking at my checklist and I'm like, wait a minute, this is supposed to be a twin flame talk. Um, but what I love is that sometimes the cards take a little bit of time to come out and with the energy with his and with this one is that it was the same thing. It was just a couple shuffles and it just came right out. So I just love working with these. The energy has been consistent and I pay attention to those type of things. But yes, the gardener. Now I'm going to keep it 100 with you. If you guys will be with me on this journey. I remember a while back, um, another, we were talking about loyalty was the theme for the twin flame talk. And it was triggering me because there was, it seemed like on the picture, there was an image of a masculine in the middle and he was being pulled in two directions by, um, by two different feminine trees. And so then I pulled the, um, support card and it was a whole garden and I almost passed out. Like I was like, Lord, it's a whole garden. Like there's just women everywhere. He has women here, there, everywhere. And in the middle is the divine feminine y'all. I, <laughs> oh man. So, but here we are and, and the energy is light and I love this, especially in contrast to to, to where we're coming from, from that um, Twin Flame Talk Tuesday where loyalty came up. Because this is a garden, but you notice that when I saw it and, and oh, I want to take you to the space where my mind is in the 40 right now, this is a beautiful message. Because you're like, but it's another garden. Yes. Yes. But this is about the gardener. And when you're the gardener, you are in control of your domain. Oh, this is going to be beautiful. I already see the divine feminine blossoming in the background. And there's only one. There's only one and she is the muse. Um, when you work with shrubbery, I wanted to remember something else too. When you work with the shrubbery, um, there's there's uh, gardeners who make sh uh, shapes out of the out of the greenery, and I've been talking to the divine feminines about what it means to be a muse. I was reading a book yesterday that was called "The Game and How It's Played," and she was it's written by Florence Florence Shin in 1925. Um, read it yesterday. Listen to the audiobook. but um, she said that sometimes women stop being an inspiration to their husband, um, whether it's intentional or unintentional. But 
uh, women, we serve as the muse for masculines. We're the reason that they push harder, why they do the things that they do. It's a man's world, but it's better with it, a woman in it. And so here she is. She is just every, you know, the curves, the, her hands are up over her head. She's carefree. Her hair is flowing, even though it's in the shape of a shrub, right? But that is his muse. And out of that, we come into the garden where there's just beautiful things. There's butterflies are there, all kinds of beautiful flowers, um, beautiful arb, uh, trees. Oh, I actually see a couple more women. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but there's, I got, I got the messages. I'm going to try to keep up with them as quickly as they're coming down. The women were in the trees. What's different between this one and the one that I saw on um, a couple weeks ago is the one a couple weeks ago, even though they're trees, the illustrations show that their hands or like their twigs were, he was being pulled into directions. That was very clear in that picture. With this one, the trees are rooted in their own right. He's not attached to them. He's focusing on different things. But what I love about him is that he's cultivating beauty. One of the things that um, the, the thoughts that came to me is, you know, I find it fascinating that there are people that can come into your life and they can, you know, when we're talking about gardens, they can pick your lemon, cut it, squeeze the juice out of it, curse it, say it, it had no value to me, it wasn't worth the squeeze, and toss it and discard it like it was nothing. And then you have the type of masculine that will come in and cultivate it and make sure that it has the um, placed in the right location for the sun, has a pH balance for the soil, is getting the water um, that it needs on a regular routine basis. It understands that every person is different, um, understands mastery uh, in all different areas, in health, in wealth, and in wisdom, and in intellect, and in parenting, and being a husband, and being a business person, and being an entrepreneur, right? In the hobbies and the skills, and, and enjoys life. And and this is beauty in a different way. What's funny is the one before was um, a divine feminine in her garden. Um, and so here we get to see a divine masculine in his garden, um, um, and so I love this because to me, the, there's a trinity here, right? Of women. There's this, this one has the same three women, right? Um, and one of the things I want to, on, uh, want to say about this, and it's, it is beautiful energy is that it's the same three women, the same two trees are on either side. They're on both sides and the divine feminine is in the back, in the center. She's the one who's always been liberated and carefree. And that has always been his muse. And so in many ways, this is interesting to me too, because if we're following it from that, um, that oracle, that divine feminine decided to break free from the, the, um, what do you call it? The three, three party attachment. She decided to go out on her own and make her own garden and pursue her own, you know, happiness. And in many ways, I feel that it inspired this divine masculine to do the same, right? Um, 
One of the themes that I want us to explore moving forward is divine feminines. How do you feel about the idea? I feel like we're at a place where we're being asked, do you want to pursue the man or do you want to pursue the money? What was your initial thought when I asked you that? I want you to stay with that and we're going to cultivate that and see what that means and what it blossoms into. I don't think that there's a right or wrong answer. I think that that answer in your heart, honor that. Honor that. Who am I to tell you not to pursue a man? Now, we'll talk about the runner-chaser energy through the rest of, you know, ongoing episodes. But but if if your values lie with um, union, you know, the beauty is explore what that means for you and why. Okay. If it's because of societal pressures, you might find that you can liberate yourself and be free of it and go out and pursue your own things. And here we are. And your gardener will come. And you deciding to go out and live your best life and to cultivate your own garden and to cultivate your beauty for yourself will attract your own, you know, masculine at the end of the day. (laughs) Kind of funny, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you for yourself. For those of you who decide to pursue the money, nothing wrong with that. I think I'm more on that track right now. I've experienced what it is to be, you know, the side tree and the and to be the muse and and um but I'm in a place where I I just want to grow my own garden. Um I want to say it here for those of you who are listening here, but um also and it's going to come up in other areas too. But it's one of those things I had written a little snippet on my Facebook and I know it was a blessing for someone, but I wrote a scenario where I said, she sat there dejected that a lemon had been squeezed and discarded on the floor. He walked into the room And he could read her mind. And he lifted her chin and he looked into her eyes and said, Queen, you are the tree. All this time we've been told you're not worth the squeeze. Well, guess what? I got plenty more where that came from. And unfortunately, you won't get to be able to experience it year round 365. Out of the lemon tree, I can make lemon meringue pie, lemon juice, um, all these different things that, that lemons can be used for, for your salad, you know, um, the healing properties. There's 17 healing properties that come with taking the lemon and the tree when it is nurtured and has a self-care and is pampered and cultivated. Even when you take the lemon, you can take the pain from that and take the seeds, take the lessons 
and plant them into the darkness that feels like a dark night of the soul and out of that grow another tree and this time you play you pay attention to make sure that you drive to the highest sunniest hilltop where the grass is just billowing and free in the wind a happy place overlooking the city and you plant that seed at the top of the hill and you water it and you make sure it has sunshine and you will produce more trees. You can make a whole orchard out of that one seed that your pain was birthed out of. Somebody thought they could discard it, but no, there was still more. Remembering where you came from, your ability to multiply. I love this so much, this picture. There's actually, this is so pretty. I think that I want to, as I'm looking, oh, you guys, as I'm looking at the pictures, this garden has some of the most beautiful diversity arrangement of flowers. There's purples, there's greens, there's, you know, like soft blues, there's daisies, there's daffodils. I already mentioned the butterflies, you know, those are the social butterfly types, the kind that come in and out of your life. He does have a shovel in his hand. You could tell that he's busy at work. He's concentrated. Um, but this divine masculine understands to see the beauty in people. And I'm going to go ahead. And I'm going to say it because I think that what's going on with the gender wars is you just don't see the beauty in life around you. You don't haven't seen the beauty of love yet. But this divine masculine understands that there are different types of people from employees to family to the different relationships that ebb and flow in and out of his life. Some are more long-standing, like the trees. He understands the purpose of each person in his life. He understands the role of past relationships and that they're rooted in certain things, certain values. And he, right next to where the muse is, where she's in the center, there's a there's a, a space that's honoring. I keep going back to that sacred oracle where he's honoring her space because right next to her is a bench just for the two of them. Only for two. And that space is next to her. And when he's done with his work in the garden and he needs time to rest and for a quiet repose, that is where he'll go sit next to his muse and bask in her company and she's looking over the rest of the garden so it's like he's gonna sit there and enjoy that abundance with her and he's gonna brag with her about all the things that he did but back to this this divine masculine understands all of the different people and personalities that he's going to be dealing with and i want to honor the divine masculine trait here is that even though he's engaged with them you know they are that much more beautiful for having been around his presence. 
when he's there to protect and to provide and to make sure that they're watered and cared for and have the pH balanced soil that they need and remove the weeds, the, the weeds, right, from them, they thrive. They're so happy. Right now, you know, I'm trying to be careful and you'll understand why and you'll be able to listen to something like this and 365 days from now, you will hear the transition from how I've been talking before up until this point and moving forward. But I'm going to go ahead and say this. I think that some of the masculines are just leaving discarded lemons in the wake of their presence. And it's leaving people to have to scramble to figure out where they are. And there can be blessings in that. You can mess around and find out that you have a whole, that you're a whole tree. That you have lots of talents and you're not something that is to just be discarded. I apologize for any background noise. I'm going to wait until, I'm going to, I'm going to sign off and I'll come back. All right, let me try to knock this out. So I'm reading from the guidebook from that from the same deck, True Love Reading Oracles by Belinda Grace. And it says, the garden, honor yourself as the beautiful person you are. Trusting in life. No, no, no. Oh, trusting life as it is. I was about to say, wow. And that's funny how it, there's stuff that happened with me um, <laughs> where I can just kind of sense. Okay. I apologize for that. Let's see. But there's still a message there. And I, I kind of knew where I was going to take it, but I was like, no, this can't be right. Here we go. And it's funny because the garden and the gardener are side by side, 44 and 46. So yeah, I was just one page away. Actually, I, I was on the right path, but it just kind of that synchronicity where Remember, I was tuned, uh, weaving it into the, the story of the garden before with the divine feminine, but even they're even side by side with the garden from before and now with the, with the, um, with the gardener. And I love it because this is actually number 16 in the book, um, card 16, but feminine is number six and um, masculine one tends to be the masculine, right? A masculine number. Um, I love that they're together, but I love that the one, even though the woman has proceeded and she's done the inner work, I do want to believe that there is going to be to a certain degree, some of the things divine feminine we're going to have to lead in, but I think it's more spiritual. I don't think it's, it's out here fighting in these streets. I think that's up to the divine masculine, but him seeing you go after the things that you truly value, whether it's that traditional marriage, um, um, the legacy, the generational wealth, peace, harmony, love, um, that will inspire divine masculine, right? It's the soft spoken word. It's soft power. Um, and so I love that with the 16, I'm going to go ahead and call it here. It's like in perfect harmony, um, even though they're side by side, um, you would think it'd be six, one, but it's one, six, the man has stepped up and he's cultivating that garden. For all you know, this could be her garden, <laughs> right? And she's inside making, you know, um, lunch or, or dinner. Um, 
But yes, it says nurture the seeds of love within you and help them grow. I already know you picked up on that. I won't have to go into that any further. It says the gardener benefits throughout his life by learning how to nurture the feminine energies in his world. There we go. He builds up the garden beds, shapes and shapes the garden, puts up fences and trellises and turns the soil. He plants the seeds that the feminine gave him initially and protects them while they grow. I love that. You know what? And that's the reason that this one came out. I'm Because I was even just going to click off, but I decided to just go with it. I was going to be like, oh, let me just start the podcast over. But there's a reason for everything. Remember on 15 with the divine feminine from before, it says, honor yourself as a true, as the beautiful person you are, trusting in life as it is. And we've been talking about, this ties back to that oracle um, about honoring the space within each other for eternal love and true bliss. And so here he is, he's honoring the divine feminine. She's going to give him seeds of trust and vulnerability, and it is up to him to honor that, right? She says, it says he gives the seed, he plants the seeds that the, the feminine gave him initially and protects them while they grow. That's about honor, right? Sometimes he has to work hard so that when harvest time comes, he can he can enjoy, y'all, he can enjoy the full bounty of his reward. Now, the reason that that came out like a fruit and slip, I already know, is is because I had just pulled from the um, accidentally the the divine masculine um, deck, and he was talking about the sacrifices that a true divine masculine does, right? And so as I was reading it, it kind of just slipped out and it came out and you heard it. But it was one of those things. This guy is sacrificing his time, the way he might look to other people. You know, everybody else might be doing their own thing. And here he is in the garden and he's taking time each day to make sure to check in on it. Right. It's a continual process. So he's taking the time and sacrificing from, you know, because you're always making value judgments. Wherever you spend your time is where that thing will grow, right? So he can either be working on something else or working on on this relationship. But he takes the time to plant the seeds that the feminine gave him. Sometimes he has to work hard so that when harvest time comes, he can fully, he, he can enjoy the full bounty of his reward. He learns how to be in harmony with her seasons and thereby profits from her beauty and abundance while she benefits from his strength and diligence. That is beautiful. That is 4D. That is harmony. I love that so much. Um, and, you know, even Divine Feminine is talking about, yeah, we go through our seasons and we've been talking about, oh, I apologize for any background noise. I'm going to try to knock this out. But um, honoring her seasons right? I think that sometimes what I'm seeing now, unfortunately, is some masculines will leave in the autumn, right? After a woman has gone through her youth and her spring, and after her harvest, then he just leaves her and and closes off the cycle for her to go into a cold winter retirement by herself after she's been stripped of everything but divine feminine i want to remind you again that the seasons are cyclical and even as you go into retirement and into you know 
older age you are the the um the tree and there are cycles and nothing is permanent it also came up in the deck i just pulled up today with the titans i'm not saying to go there i'm just saying that the cycles of birth and regeneration happen over and over and over in our lives right um so another thing for divine masculines that's, that's a little bit of a tip here too is yeah we have our seasons and you understand to work with those seasons not against them and and we need those seasons and you don't curse them you honor those and you work within those and that's part of what gardening and cultivating is also the gardener finds a certain kind of inner peace with all aspects of his garden because it keeps him connected to the great feminine cycles of nature and mother earth in nature you cannot rush or force things and i love that that's talking about you cannot rush or force things you cannot smash and dash right you cannot just squeeze and leave as you please in nature you cannot rush or force things you cannot have fruit from your tree without planting the seed first and tending it patiently and that was a whole entire word for the divine feminine can you imagine if you took that energy He's coming in and just chop the lemons down and start start cutting and squeezing and pleasing himself. And you've got to be in the energy that you've got to say, you cannot have fruit from my tree without planting the seed first and tending it patiently. No, 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 boyfriend. No, <laughs> no, boo. I love that. That's a whole word right there. You have drawn this card today, so you may bring your attention to the work of your inner and outer garden. It's time to consider what areas of your life need some weeding. Oh, I love this. I love this so much. It's time to consider what areas of your life need some weeding, planting, mm, fertilizing, and other forms of constructive attention. I love this so much. Um, yeah, there's going to be removing things that no longer serve you. Remember, I, I'm going to keep reiterating it just because I know that there's some people who will come in, get a little sip of it and just keep it pushing and you'll have your meal for the rest of the day, right? Type of a thing. But the energy we're in right now because of the lunar eclipse that we had on November 19th is about us as a collective making value judgments in terms of love and work in our relationships, right? And so here, um, you're, it says you have drawn this card today so you may bring your attention to the work of your inner and outer gardener. And so we're making value judgments, weeding, taking out what no longer serves you. Um, you're thinking it's it's a it's green. It has to be a flower or um, a rose bush or a fruit tree, but no, it's a weed, right? And you don't want to continue to, to let that grow in your garden, so you've got to remove it. What do you value in terms of planting? What are you investing into? This means that you have to have. Um, I remember when we went to Canada. There, there's a, I believe it's called the Victoria Gardens, um, and you can see that the beauty and how this person, you know, collective group of people sat and masterminded to what it would mean to create such a beautiful space. I mean, acres and acres of space and greenery and flowers and colors and 
fragrances and views and oh just beautiful and um and so you know it's one thing to just toss the seed it's another thing to plant it it's another thing to plant them in such a way that now there's different diversified colors and orchards and daffodils and sunflowers and roses and lotus and koi ponds and and orange trees and orchards and grapevines and all of it investing planting always staying on your toes you had harvest You've harvested, you've collected everything that you have for this time, but it's planned, time to plan, to continue to plan for the future always. Fertilizing is fascinating to me because when I think of fertilizing, um, I think of, you know, the manure. <laughs> and what would it mean for you to throw manure? I mean, but you need it, right? Um, I remember when we were little, my mom used to help an elderly lady um take care of her garden and so I know very much about what it means to have um, a garden of roses um, and how to go about that but yeah you do need to to it's one thing for people to dump you know crap on you but it's another thing to put it there yourself because you know what it the outcome is going to be you know with the fertilizer and I remember with fertilizer it stinks so bad and I'm a little bit of a girly girl you know that type of thing so it would just the stink would bother me like I'm the type of girl do not fart around me you know my my family thinks it's so funny but but the fertilizing thing, that's fascinating to me. Um, but fertilization also means like that's when you have the green pro. Um, you know, that's when you're you're adding more to the water. It's a little bit of an alchemy transmutation process. I also learned when I had my own um, lawn, I really took pleasure in my lawn. Let me tell you. But um, when I you start to understand the pH balance. That's why I talk about it a lot. But you start to understand the pH balance of your soil. And so if you start to get weeds or certain types of weeds, um, me and Lowe's and Lowe's and I, oh, I would go in there and find out, you know, what I need to, to, and you could see the difference in the thickness of the blade and less weeds. And you could see that even the soil became like darker and richer. So it's like, that's paying attention to the alchemy process. How are you, what are you, it's part of that adding and taking away to get better results. And the grass really will be greener on your side. <laughs> really will be. And it says other constructive forms of attention, right? Because earlier I talked about him putting up fences and churning the soil. It says, when the gardener calls, it means that some planning is required, followed by action. Mm. I'm going to take it for what it is, but obviously action has been coming up. I want to say at this point I've done so many, but I think action came up as a divine masculine a couple weeks ago. I know that I've been dealing with it on my end and maybe I'm merging the two. But we're getting that word again. We've got to take action. Followed by action with the willingness to work towards your goals. Realistically. 
so that you can achieve them. And I know it's for somebody, and I'm going to go ahead and say it here, but um, I was working with a, a feminine where it was like, I've been getting all of the messages about abundance and prosperity. I've been seeing it everywhere. Yes, boo, you've been seeing it, but what are you doing to accomplish your roles realistically? Are you being practical? Are you being logical? Are you putting in the work? I kid you not. I have a, um, I ordered a bag of seeds from Amazon. It has 15,000 seeds in there. It has um, a huge variety of um, all kinds of fruits and vegetables. But it's still on my kitchen counter. <laughs> right? It's still on my kitchen counter. But realistically, I'm going to have to figure out what that means. Do I want to pot them or do I want to put them outside in the, in the backyard? Um, and that means it's going to take a process of designating where I want to put them. I like to, I would probably need to look at the, um, almanac and figure out farmer's almanac and figure out which ones need to be placed next to each other. Um, because the soil has to be different for fruits versus vegetables, um, and figuring out the spacing. I remember when we were little too, um, when my dad was going to school, we were renting a, a little house um, next to his, to, to his, um, where he went to school. And there was a plot of land. And my mom asked the property manager, uh, it was a plot of land like next to, right close to where our house was like, maybe like, it was close. It was like, you could walk in, you could walk in like a minute and it'd be right there. And my mom asked if she could use it. And the property manager was like, yeah, go ahead. Um, and so my mom taught us, we grew so much stuff out there now that I'm thinking about it. But I remember we grew tomatoes, but we also grew the corn. And that was like stupid cool, like super duper cool beans cool to just watch them grow. And we did that for a couple of years, just watching the corn grow. Like it was cool to lay out. So I know what it means to garden. My mom is more of the green thumb of the family she loves the garden she loves all things flowers um um flowers but greenery too but anyways so but yeah what it means to section out the the dirt and also to plant the seeds and to watch them grow i just remembered that but yeah you've got to be realistic you've got to be practical um the direction that i'm heading with with this podcast we're going to be talking about real estate more on thursdays and you're going to see me talking more about the realistic uh um terminology surrounding what that means yes we need to acquire the wealth but it's going to be things like starting to make sure you have a rolodex of real estate agents when you drive around your neighborhood, now you're going to be looking at the properties different. How close is it to? How close are the properties to the school? To, uh, what is the rating of the schools? What is the? Um, what are the hospitals? What are the rating of those hospitals? Are there parks nearby? What features does that city have? If you're wanting to buy a property, um, are you going to want to buy a? You know, where are the duplexes located? And um, are there any universities close by that you could rent those out from, right? Um, you're starting to pay attention to your world differently and you're keeping your notebook and you're planning it out 
what is your credit score and where do you need to get it to? How much down payment do you need? What what are the loans that you qualify for? We've got to be practical and realistic. It's one thing to have the seeds on your kitchen counter. It's another thing to go ahead and start to plot, plot things out and take action to, to grow them. You want to take advantage when you talk about the farmer's almanac. Come to find out there's better times to plant the blueberries and the raspberries. And, and you know, that'd be cool if I had a mango tree, you know. And, and when's the best time to, to plant the, the lemons? One of the things I've been doing with this channel is also exploring what the planetary placements are. Super duper excited. I have a Christmas gift for each and every zodiac sign. Found a really great zodiac uh, um, page, and I'm going to be sharing what your year looks like for 2022. They're going to be short, sweet, and to the point, but I think you're going to love it as much as I loved what I found for mine. Um, but I want us to think differently. One of the things as we're going into Christmas season, and I don't celebrate Christmas, right? But it's an opportunity for these conversations to come up where it's like, I think that there should have been more people present and aware of the coming of Christ, right? It was supposed to be a blessing, their savior. And the difference was the 12 magi, not the three wise men. It was 12 magi that studied the astronomy and the placements of the stars and understood that this child was to come and his significance and the role and what that meant. And they were very wealthy. And that led me to believe that it's like, you know, if we study the placements that they did, we would better be prepared to do things, when to ebb, when to flow, when to plant. Same thing with the farmer's almanac. We really could just plant anything, anytime. But if you want real results, you work with the times, you work with the flow, you work with the tide. When I was looking at the North Node, studying that, the difference, you know, it's one thing to go against the grain. I've been talking about going against the grain. But the thing about the difference between going against the grain and going with the flow, and I'm going to try to wrap up here. um, The distinction between the two is the grain is other people. It's the way that other people think the old constructs going with the flow is going with divine source and what he's already orchestrated he or she has already orchestrated for you right going uh, against the grain means that we're breaking down the age of pisces where it's like patriarchal mysterious religion man-made construct way of doing things going with the flow is age of Aquarius. If anyone goes with the, with the flow, it's Aquarius. They're the free liberated kinds, right? In the back of the picture here with the garden, with the gardener, um, the divine feminine has her hand up over her head. It's very liberated, just dancing, free, very carefree. Excuse me. Um, call on your inner gardener to help you nurture and cultivate the seeds that are ready to take root and sprout in your life and yeah i was going to correct this one but it's already there your inner gardener we don't need a call to any outside entities or deities it's already within you you are the gardener 
And it's up to you to nurture that within yourself and cultivate that within yourself. And when you do that with yourself as within, so without. So as you continue to, you know, cultivate that, it will take place with the seeds in your life. It has no plate, has no choice but to now manifest in the things that you do around you. And they will take root and they will sprout in your life. So pay attention to what your plan, what what seeds you're pulling. Because sometimes, you know, I'm going to close out as I say this. I'm going to say this and close out. And this is actually a little bit longer than I wanted. But um, when you start to work with seeds and plants and trees, the way that we do it, like my family does it, is like, for example, we have mango seeds. That's why I was kind of like laughing about it. But it's like... um, when you eat a good tasting fruit or vegetable, if it tastes really good, you know that it comes from good stock. And so you take that, the seed from that, and you hold it and you let it do its thing. Like sometimes you have to let it dehydrate before you, um, before you plant it. I learned that from my mom too. So um, same thing. You're not going to take seeds from every fruit and every vegetable that is placed before you. You're only going to take the seeds from that which are the most best tasting, the the sweetest and the juiciest and the largest, right? And the healthiest for you. So going to go ahead and sign off. I really hope and it was my intention that this was a blessing for you. I'm going to charge you and I do decree that you are blessed with love with a high vibrational love that you that each of you and I I mean this especially moving forward it's going to make more sense that each of you that desire to be in union that that you are charged with the love of your life and at the end of the day the love of your life is you boo So show up for yourself. And that's for my Divine Feminines and my Divine Masculines. My Divine Masculines have been with me through the seasons, honey. The seasons. (laughs) And I bless you and I honor you for that. And I love you for that. And I, I really pray that you're blessed because... You know, just understanding how us feminines work, whether you're tapping into my femininity, I know and I trust that you feel the presence of the other feminines too, but you're getting an understanding of what that means. And it's going to play out so beautifully for the relationships, all those feminines in your garden that you have and your employees and your family and friends and your business going to charge you with light and black light because black light illuminates the invisible. I'm going to charge you with health, with wealth, with wisdom, and prosperity. Know that I love each and every one of you. I'm rooting for you. You know, um, welcome you to my, my, my pride, my Linus pride. Um, I know that the next 365 days are going to count for me. Might be a little bit of a lone wolf. Um, but as you start to understand why I'm so in love with that book, The Science of Getting Rich, um, 
I'm in a space where I'm going to have to model what it means to conquer yet again in like the Phoenix Rise, right? And so those that are with me on this journey, let's continue to be of good courage and move forward. Um, But the results, we are cultivating the garden, working in many ways in silence, right? I connect with you guys. You're my soul tribe. But in terms of everything else around me, I'm moving in silence. My garden, I am planting those seeds, um, investing, cultivating, and I cannot wait for spring, the spring of those seeds and their divine timing for them to come through and to taste the fruit and see that it is good. And I wish the same for you too. All right, going to sign off. (laughs) Until the next podcast, peace.